Welcome to the Mastery Matrix podcast. I am your host, Kyrie, and on this side of the podcast world, we geek out on human potential and transformation. You know how to disrupt ourselves, elevate to mastery, and build our mind, body, spirit, and systems for greatness. I hope you're ready, guys, because I am. Let's go. So question for you, my friends. What if we didn't track years and instead we focused on our weeks, right? What if the year never ended? As I'm recording this, we are in 2023 and we're nearing the end of the year, right? And people start acting differently at this time of the year. Um, What if there was no end to the years? And you had to look at your time and how you're living it and how you're managing your weeks and your days without the horizon of 2022, 2023, 2024. I guarantee you that people would use their time very differently if the concept of years were, was not so embedded in how we, how we think and how we view the world. First reason I'm saying this is that Most people use the beginning of the year as their reset time, right? That is when we close the chapter of what happened before and we come out with new resolutions and this is our reset, right? All of the things that we know that we want to achieve, our dreams, our vision, this is our new start time. That new start time at the beginning of the year, everyone tends to jump on it. Now, different people have different time of the year, that their year starts, depending on culture, of course. But usually, right, around January 1st is when people like to reset things. Now, that is because the, the concept of the year is so embedded in how we think. If that, if the year was not our main way of tracking our time, most people would probably use the next bigger, you know, bigger thing, either the quarters or the weeks. My tendency is to simply use weeks. For me, Monday is reset time. And that is one of the fundamental shifts that happened, I would say probably nine years ago, that completely shifted the way that I use my time. And I feel like it made me so, so much productive. It was realizing that you could just start your year anytime and really you know, moving away from the concept of the 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 January to December time frame completely shifted the way that I use you know time to manage product projects to um, work on dreams or vision you know pieces of my the vision that I have and so on. So I referenced this book and I even I had uh, Brian Moran on the podcast. I think it was a couple years ago um, and. Their whole concept of the 12-week year where you focus on these 90-day increments was such a pivotal moment for me because it shifted my mindset from years to 12 weeks, right? And when you have shorter time frames like that, you have more reset times, number one, right? When you're thinking 12 weeks, there's 12 of them. Not 12 months that lead to a year, but 12 weeks, there's 12 times in there that you're kind of restarting your cycle. And at the end of the 90 days, you have finished pretty much your, what most people would consider their year. And what that does is it gives you number one, more reset time. I find that waiting yearly to reset your goals and so on is such a long 
time. And that is why most people towards the end of the year, after like July, August, a lot of people tend to slow down because they're like, eh, it's almost the end of the year. I'm already behind on my goals uh, and it's almost the holidays. Let me just, you know, I'm going to take this chill and then at the end of the year, really plan for 2024 and it's going to happen in 2024. That's what most people do. And that is because that concept is so embedded in, I mean, that's even how we track our age, right? It's years. But the thing is, a year is a long time. And if you use three or four months of the year to kind of, you know, wait it out, wait for the year to end and kind of reset at the beginning of the following year, that is, that could have been a whole 12 week cycle, right? Whereas if you have 12 weeks as your method of just going through the year, quote unquote, and resetting every single time, then you have more of those resets. Like literally every 12 weeks, you could be resetting your year and resetting your goals and, and, you know, going over what went well and what didn't go so well and really going through that reflection that people don't do enough. They just do it once a year, typically. Okay. So that is um, one really, really important reason to really rethink your relationship with the years. I know I don't pay much attention to it. Even when people do quarterly planning, this is the last quarter of the year and so on. I understand it because most businesses function that way. And, you know, you want to understand that vocabulary and also be part of, you know, the cycles. But in terms of individually looking at how you're using your time and how you're evolving through it, it is important to set your own standards, right? And my standards don't really care about the calendar year. They care about what cycle I am in right now, what 12-week cycle I am in, and most importantly, even what week I am in. Like I like to track my weeks and my days more than I track my month. I, I never track my months, to be honest with you, um, more than I track you know, the seasons or the months or the years. For me, it's days and weeks. And I absolutely love that because that creates a lot of opportunities for self-reflection, awareness, resetting what I need to reset. And I am more aware of where I'm spending my time and how effective and how enjoyable my days and my weeks are than I can do for months. A big reason for that is because when we're just thinking months and years, we tend to generalize and jumble together all that we perceive as good and bad in those uh, in that time frame. Meaning some you'll hear some people say, oh my God, 2023 sucked. Or 2021 was so amazing. I can guarantee you that not every single day, week, or month of that year was, but we generalize it, right? But when we generalize it and say that it was amazing, that's a good thing. But when we generalize and say that it sucked, that is a whole year out of a life of maybe 80, right? That we, or 90, that we just lost there and that sucked. And chances are, high chances are, not the whole year sucked, right? But we tend to generalize things a little bit more, well, much more when we're thinking yearly instead of smaller increments, right? I find it much easier to track just my days and my weeks and just stick to that. It it has shown me tracking those, those just those two elements have shown me how much my life has improved over the past decade. It was phenomenal, but it was all due to shifting my, my awareness to not the year, because that is such a long time to something that felt so much more controllable, I guess, and closer to the present moment. OK, 
Okay. So I really encourage you to think about what your relationship is to the years versus the weeks versus the days. And how can we, you know, move a little bit away from just this yearly concept that I find does not really help us move faster towards our goals. Whereas going with something that is shorter time frame, especially weeks, I really like the weeks. It gives you enough of, you know, several days for you to get a sense of how things are going and, and um, have time to do the, all the things that you want to do um, within that week, right? And give you some type of a rhythm of hard work and rest within that time frame. It I find that having that and being able to reset every seven days is so, so much productive. Again, as I said, more self-awareness, but also because time frame is shorter, people tend to be more productive and tend to be more, um, you know, more effective with their time because they have that short span that they're looking at. You've probably heard me mention quite a few times how when I'm working on something really important, I like to give it, especially when I'm in a period of, um, you know, where there's pressure, right? Like I have goals to, to achieve and so on. I like to give myself a time frame and then I shrink it a little bit. And the reason for shrinking it is to allow myself to have that boost in my efficiency and my productivity. And usually it'll force me to think differently about my time. Like, how can I do this more effectively? What can I take off of my plate to get this done? Like it forces me to ask myself those questions that lead me to more creative solutions to getting the stuff done. Right. It's a little bit similar to that concept of ten uh, x is better than two x. Like when you are thinking about achieving a goal, how can you ten x it versus just doubling where you're at right now, which is again a linear way that people think, and that forces your mind to think completely different and creatively. The same happens when you shrink your timeline. Okay, you start thinking about ways to make things happen in the shorter time frame, and it might be completely disruptive to how you've been, uh, you know, uh, going by doing things in general. So when it comes to, you know, when you look at, when people look at the year, they might be like, you know what, I'm going to work really hard for the next three months and then I'll rest, I'll take a vacation here, there, etc. And being in a year long container and focus there, I do find that it is easier, at least for me, might not be for you, but it is easier for a lot of people to exhaust themselves, to not create a rhythm of work and rest, right? And it is so much easier to do when you have cycles and you're like, my year is in 12 weeks and what I'm really tracking are my weeks. And in my weeks, I need to have hard work and the rest. And the rest. So that twin cycle that Robin Sharma is, you know, constantly talks about of uh, of peak performance, where you're doing really hard work and then really deep recovery, doing it every single week. Well, guess what? That is going to do to your productivity and your endurance and and your longevity, right? So again, really, as the year is nearing its end, right now. I know a lot of people who have started cruising and they're like, oh, the year's almost done anyway. Like it's in a month, it's Thanksgiving and then the holidays and people are super busy. So they just slow down. But that means two months, two and a half months would be then just wasted where you could be doing the things that you need to do. Okay. So 
don't think that, don't focus on December 31st being the end of the year. Think of the next 12 weeks being a whole new year for you. What are you going to do with it? How are you going to make it count? How will you make it impact your personal life, your, your, your family, your clients, the, your community? What can you do that will have an impact? You don't have to wait for January. You can create your own year now right? You don't have to take whatever was created as a framework and make it be the thing for you if there's a better way that you can institute for yourself, okay? How are you going to make the next 12 weeks count, all right? Think about that. I love you so much, and uh, I will talk to you very soon. (laughs) There you have it. If you got any insight from today's show, guys, please make sure that you leave a review and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. That would mean a lot to me. Also, the conversation continues, and I want you to connect with me on IG or Facebook at Kyrie Var. Now, this information is in the show notes, so you can grab it in there and message me with your biggest takeaway from today's show. All right, so thanks again so much for being here with me today. I will see you very soon.